Ladies and gentlemen, drivers, gig workers, and everyone in between, welcome to This Week in Rideshare Podcast. I am your host, Jared Hoffa. It is Friday, May 5th, 2023, and this week, a drug dealer review bombs a driver, Uber fights Illinois, and Lyft's stock takes a hit. Legal Rideshare breaks it down. And of course, from Legal Rideshare, I'm joined by the co-founder and lead attorney, Brian Greening. Happy Friday. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Brian. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Jared. It is. It's a warm day in Chicago. It's Cinco de Mayo. What a what a great way to start the weekend. I, I know. I'm excited. I, I'm going to have a, a Corona when I get home. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, we're going to start with some news that isn't too uh, pleasant for a driver here. And this is we're going to start with Monday here. This is a drug deal, which is just ridiculous, by the way. But a drug dealer gives a gig worker one star. Um, and this is from Business Insider. And they reported, quote, an Uber driver, an Uber worker received a one star review from a customer who was angry that she reported a suspicious package to a police station, which surprise it turned out that that actually was crystal meth hidden inside a toothpaste tube. Um, the worker said she tried to call Uber eats, but didn't get a response. So she flagged the incident on an online form. Even crazier. A week later, the customer was still on the app along with the one-star review. I just, wow. I don't even, Brian, I don't even know. Yeah, as ridiculous of a story as this is, just the facts of it, I think it highlights a lot of issues that drivers face and a lot of what's wrong with rideshare. So we've got a driver who did absolutely the right thing. She reported a you know criminal activity to the police. She saw something. She said something. Uh, and as a result, she was punished. She got the one-star review, which obviously affects her ratings, which can affect her ability to continue working on the app. It can affect her livelihood. And on the flip side, the passenger faces no repercussions from the company at all. It is incomprehensible to me that the driver would bear the, the brunt of this with that review and, and, and put their, um, their job on the line, whereas the passenger is just free to, to act again uh, to request another ride, to request another delivery. Um, and who knows who, you know, his criminal activities may affect next. So I, I'm just, I'm really aggravated. And I think the story highlights a lot. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that could make this worse, which honestly still is now the question is if she gets deactivated for the one-star review, which would be even crazier, but it's totally possible. Not only is it is it possible, but if something else happens in the future, so say there's another incident with a customer where there's, say she does something slightly wrong, you know she she's perhaps having a bad day and she's a little rude and, and makes a comment or something. Well, now the company sees that she has a one star review from this occurrence, that there's been this other event where maybe she got two stars or three stars or, or something along those lines. And then the company takes action and says, you are now a consistent problem on our platform. You're out. And, and it's all because she had this, this terrible interaction when she did nothing wrong. So there's just, there's no fairness. There's no due process. There's no um, recourse for drivers when something like this happens and it can have long lasting dire effects. Absolutely. We're going to head into, speaking of uh, repercussions and 
possible changes in law. We're going to hit into Tuesday, and Uber and Lyft are now going after a new bill in Illinois. Um, this is was reported that we got it from WFI Radio. They added the state rep, Jennifer Gunn Gertrowitz, um, introduced House Bill 2231, which would set up a new standard for companies like Uber and Lyft by getting rid of the exemption that says rideshare companies are not responsible for their passengers' safety. Um, this basically puts, uh, they said this basically, this bill puts rideshare companies like Uber and Lyft on the same playing field as taxis and of other common carriers. Of course, shocking nobody, Uber says if you do this, um, the cost is going to be high and we won't be able to sustain uh, customers in Illinois. Now, Brian, I know you're following this closely. This impacts you directly. Um, if you kind of just break down what's happening and, and what this means moving forward. This is the biggest news in rideshare in Illinois. So the Illinois legislature is considering this bill, which would reclassify Uber and Lyft and other rideshare companies as quote unquote common carriers. Now that's a legal term that it means that there's a heightened duty of care. They have to act safer than an everyday driver on the roadway. So Jared, when you and I drive a car, we have to a responsibility to act reasonably like an ordinary person. That means we don't speed, we follow traffic laws, we do what ordinary people would be expected to do to keep people safe. Common carriers have a heightened responsibility to take affirmative actions to keep their passengers safe. So that means if there's a crime that's committed within the rideshare vehicle and a passenger is hurt, or if they didn't properly vet a driver, or if they uh, don't provide sufficient training or information to the driver, the rideshare company can then be held responsible. Now, this standard applies to most public transportation. So when you think of buses, when you think of planes, when you think of uh, rails, when you think of taxis, they all fall under this common carrier provision. Uber and Lyft years ago lobbied so that they didn't have to fall under that and just had this ordinary reasonable care doctrine applied to them. It's looking like things are going to change, and this is a major, major event for rideshare safety in Illinois. So I, I think that that Uber and Lyft are going to um, have to reckon with a brand new standard that's going to mean a lot more accountability. And I imagine, as we've seen before, it passes in Illinois. Other states are probably going to jump on board with it, and as they should. I mean, this is just – they've gotten away with this stuff too long. It's time that they, they, they are held responsible. I mean, it's that simple. They have to be held responsible for safety, and that's what this law does. And all these emails that people are getting, I've received them as well, saying that this is just a, a safety it's – a, it's a fair hike disguised as a safety bill. That's bullshit. This is a safety bill that is overtly a safety bill, and, and it needs to pass because uh, safety needs to be the most important thing. Right, exactly. Uh, let's move on to Wednesday here. This is actually quite shocking. Uber met expectations and bookings went up. Yahoo Finance reported, quote, gross bookings for the company jumped 19% year over year, while the company's mobility business continued to improve with revenue climbing 40% year over year. Um, they they tallied up to $751 million, which is up $168 million the same period last year. And, of course, due to that uh, excitement on Wall Street, shares rose more than 10% on Tuesday. So 
it appears after 20 years in the market, Brian, I guess they're trying to make, they're finally making money maybe. <laughs> well, I think the, the business model may be proven successful. Uh, we would like to see Rideshare succeed. We are a key player in that market. So um, ultimately, seeing the rideshare companies be successful is a good thing. That means that they're going to stick around. It means that there's jobs for drivers, rides for passengers. Um, in the same vein, now that we see that they're making some money, maybe they can share it with the drivers. And, and there can be some um, ways to ensure that there's fairness in how that money is split up. Uh, not holding my breath that they're going to be jumping to increase the rates for, for their workers, but uh, I, you know, I certainly would like to see it. Yeah, we, we certainly would. And, uh, but, you know, of course, as, as I mean, one of the arguments just might be, look, we actually have made revenue because look at how we slash driver prices. I mean, it's just, it's a vicious cycle and I don't, I don't, I don't see how it ends. I agree. I, I think uh, we might see the rideshare companies become more and more profitable, but how they're, how they're sharing the pie. Uh, I think we've, we've seen the pattern and I would expect it to continue. Yeah, absolutely. Let's head into Thursday. Uber expands its pool. Fox Business reported, quote, Uber X share will be expanded to Baltimore, Miami, Nashville, Philly, and Washington, D.C., as they say, in the coming weeks. The company relaunched the program in New York City and Los Angeles and Chicago, San Fran, and a few other places um, after they briefly paused it in 2020. Um, now, they said, which is interesting, we are aligning incentives between the rider and the driver and ourselves in terms of pricing as well. This is from the uh, Uber CEO said this. Um, now, I think this is interesting that he says this because most drivers I've spoken to really hate the pool. They hate it. They, they, it's, it's not profitable for them. Yeah, we have seen over the years that passengers tend to love the pool option. Rides are cheaper uh, and drivers tend to hate it. Uh, rides are longer. They don't necessarily see an increase in what they're being paid. Uh, there's there can be mayhem that that takes place when you're putting strangers into vehicles uh, with with one another. And every time that a pool ride happens, it's multiple different parties inside one car. So we see pool as as um, you know, kind of a I don't want to call it a necessary evil, but something that drivers are forced to deal with and uh necessarily uh don't like yeah and, and we'll see maybe maybe prices go a little bit better maybe drivers are happier uh anyone who's listening out there certainly shoot us an email and let us know if if you guys like pool i'm, I'm honestly curious if there's people out there that have an interest in it i, I think pool should be an opt-in thing where drivers can choose whether they want to take that type of ride and the incentive should be that they get paid more because they're serving more people, they're making more stops. It's more wear and tear on their vehicles. So, I I would imagine drivers would love pool rides if they were appropriately compensated. But if they're getting paid the same or maybe even less than they would be for just a standard Uber X ride, why would anybody want to do that? Right, it's a good idea actually. Hope hope you're listening, Uber. Good idea. <laughs> I know they are. I know they listen every week. They, I'm sure they do. Right now, they're they're, right, they're watching, listening live right now. All right. Um, all right. We're going to head into Friday. When one goes up, one must come down. And that, unfortunately, is Lyft stock. It takes a beating. And this is from CNBC. They reported, quote, Lyft shares dropped nearly 15% in extended trading uh, after the ride-hailing company issued a weaker-than-expected forecast for the second quarter. 
um, Lyft reported a net loss of $187 million. Um, it, uh, they also said that the new Lyft CEO said, we're improving our rideshare service and are thrilled with the early results. Uh, the Lyft CEO, David Reiser, said in the statement, riders are taking more rides and drivers have the power to earn more. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, the new CEO just came on board here, Brian, but um, they really, man, they really took a hit. I think that what we talked about just a couple minutes ago in terms of Uber making more money is directly tied to Lyft making less. Uh, we've seen, particularly since we've come out of the pandemic, that Uber has been booming and Lyft has been hurting. Uh, the reason for that, I think, is the price of the rides. Uber has found a way to uh, keep prices at a reasonable level that people are willing to pay. And every time that that I compare the two services in terms of the price to get from A to B, it seems that Lyft costs more. So they are losing market share because they're losing uh, the price war. Um, and if that continues, I would expect to see Lyft's profits continue or earnings continue to go down. And eventually, who knows? I, I'm not sure that Lyft is is long for the market if they can't compete. Yeah, they need to do something to, to differentiate themselves. And it, it, it clear it's clear that they aren't in a position to just be cheaper. It, it seems to be that this is not working for them. And so they got to do something. Better experiences, pay the drivers better, do something. Because, yeah, at this rate, it's not it's not looking like a bright future for Lyft, which is unfortunate. It is. I, competition is good in rideshare because it does keep everybody honest. It, it forces the companies to create um, to one up each other in terms of the experience for drivers and for passengers. And if we lose Lyft, if Lyft becomes an unviable option, then nobody is really holding Uber's feet to the fire. They can essentially do whatever they want. So I, I'm rooting for for Lyft to turn it around, and we'll, we'll obviously see if they do. Yeah, that's a good point. And yeah, exactly. We don't. It's if we need you need competition keeps it healthy. Um, all right, before we end the week, I will give you the floor, Brian, just to let everyone know again what Legal Rideshare does, and then we'll head off into Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, Legal Rideshare is the first law firm in the United States that's entirely dedicated to Uber, Lyft, and other gig worker related accident and injury claims. Uh, so that means we help drivers who have been injured in accidents. If you um, need medical treatment, if you lose wages, pain, suffering, any other damage that you sustain, we are here to fight for you and put money in your pocket um, as a result of those damages. So please reach out to us if anything happens. Uh, our website, LegalRideShare.com, has all of our contact information. Um, do not hesitate. Uh, sooner is better so that we can uh, collect evidence and, and help you out um, as soon as possible. Awesome. Thank you, Brian. And as always, that is the end of This Week in Rideshare. See you next week.